Welcome back to Book of Mormon with Ryan. And today we have a special guest. Hayden Davis. Thank you, Hayden, for joining of us. Of course. So just so our listeners know a little bit more about you, where are you on the LGBTQAI+, same-sex attraction, mixed orientation, marriage uh, scale? Where do you find yourself on that? I am a G. I am gay. Samesies. Yeah, that's how I identify. Um. Then on the LDS scale of active, semi-active, less active, inactive, ex-Mormon, post-Mormon, non-Mormon, where do you find yourself on that scale as well? I think I it qualify as active. I go every week and I have a calling, uh, but I'm not, we can say like covenant keeping. I'm, I'm not, um, things have changed a little bit. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> All I have to say is, like, every time I do this podcast, I feel like yeah. my, the way I feel about the church changes. Like, it, it pendulums one way or another. Like, I feel like, you know that thing at a museum where you, it's like the little dial and it's got all the like it's yeah. like a 360 circle with yeah. all these little wood things and this giant pendulum <laughs> just swinging looks like at random that's how i feel my feelings towards the church are it's not binary really? like one side to one side yes as much as it is just kind of like randomly just yeah, yeah, like yeah. what well, this has now caused it to turn left yeah this now i'm turning right and now i'm going <laughs> backwards and now i'm going forwards and now i'm going and, and that's okay and that's how i feel about it yeah i mean i when i came out i kind of stepped away from the church and was like same thing yeah you can't have one with the other just what i thought then I uh, came back and have kind of like reapproached it in a new way, which has been really great and fulfilling. So it's different, but it's it's still pretty active. Oh, perfect. Uh, what do you do? I'm a graphic designer. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And did you go on a mission? I did. I went to uh, Monterey West, Monterey. Mexico. I was about to say, Monterey, Mar- Mexico. <laughs> There's lots of Monterey's. <laughs> so. Monterrey, Mexico. Yeah, like that's Mexican, North. Mexico. North Mexico. Yeah. 2009 uh, to 2011. I didn't ask that, but thank you for giving I just want to give all the information. Be, oh. You know, honesty is the best policy. Oh, where do you live? <laughs> I live in Harlem. Oh, lovely. Yeah, just up the street from you. Oh, it's true, because I'm on the Upper West Side. And then um, the last question I think I had for you was, oh, what's your relationship status? Currently, I am single-ish. Slash it's complicated. Oh, why am I not shocked at that? I'm a complicated person. Um, I've met you, so I know that. I'm also like a tourist, so I'm just like slow to change. Hmm. I like comfortable, safe things. Hmm. 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 I'm Scorpio. All right, <laughs> so if you are joining us, we are doing First Nephi chapter 17, but this is going to be in two episodes, and Hayden wants us to stop at chapter, at verse 16. So this will probably take us about four to five minutes to read or less. Mm-hmm. So if you are uh, read the material, uh, go ahead and skip ahead. If you don't know the material, please just stick around with us. Great. Do you want to start? Do you want I to would start? love to start. I'll start off in verse one. And it came to pass that we did again take our journey into the wilderness. And we did travel near, nearly eastward for that time forth. And we did travel and wade through much affliction in the wilderness, and our women did bear children in the wilderness. And so great were the blessings of the Lord upon us, 
that while we did live upon our raw meat in the wilderness, our women did give plenty of suck to their for their children, and were strong, yea, even like unto the men, and they began to bear their journeyings without murmurings. And thus we see that the commandments of God must be fulfilled. And if it be so that the children of men keep the commandments of God, he doth nourish them and strengthen them and provide the means whereby they can accomplish the thing which he has commanded them. Wherefore, he did provide means for us while we did sojourn in the wilderness. And we did sojourn for the space of many years, yea, even eight years in the wilderness. And we did come to the land which we called bountiful because of its much fruit and also wild honey and all the things were prepared of the Lord that we might not perish. And we beheld the sea which we called Eridum, which began being interpreted as many waters. And it came to pass that we did pitch our... Pitch our tents by the seashore, notwithstanding we uh, suffer, suffered many afflictions and much, much difficulties, yea, even so much that we cannot write them all. And we were exceedingly rejoiced when we came to the seashore, and we called the place bountiful because it, it's oh, what well, because of its much fruit. And it came to pass that after I and Nephi had been in the land of bountiful for the space of many days. The voice of the Lord came unto me, saying, Arise, and get thee into the mountain. And it came to pass that I arose, and went up into the mountain, and cried unto the Lord. And it came to pass that the Lord spake unto me, saying, Thou shalt construct a ship, after the manner of which I shall show thee, and I may carry thy people, that I may carry thy people across these waters. And I said, Lord, whither shall I go to find ore to molten? And I that I may make tools to construct the ship after the manner which thou hast shown unto me. And it came to pass that the Lord told me whether I should go to find ore, and I might make tools. And it came to pass that I, Nephi, did make a few bellows uh, wherewith to blow the fire of the skins of beasts. And after I did make bellows that I might have... Wherewith to blow the fire, I did smite two stones together that I might make fire. For the Lord had not hitherto hitherto suffered, Mm -hmm. thank you, hitherto suffered that we should make make much fire, and we journeyed into the wilderness, and he and for he did, I will make thy food become sweet that ye cook it not. And I will also be your light in the wilderness, and I will prepare the way before you, if it so be that ye shall keep my commandments. Wherefore, inasmuch as ye shall keep my commandments, ye shall be led towards the promised land, and ye shall know that it is by me that ye are led. Yea, and the Lord also said that, after ye have arrived in this promised land, ye shall know that I, the Lord, am God, And that I, the Lord, did deliver you from destruction, yea, that I did bring you out of the land of Jerusalem. Wherefore, I, Nephi, did strive to keep the commandments of the Lord, and I did exhort my brethren to faithfulness and diligence. And it came to pass that I did make tools of ore, which I did molten out of the rock. Okay, so what jumps out at you here? There's a bunch of things that I'm like... That have nothing to do with anything that jumped out at me. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's jumping out at you? 
Um, I think a lot of these verses talk about, like, Nephi's faith, and I feel like Nephi was the type of person that just understood direction and then would go with it. There's, uh, there's a lot of things where he's like, great, I'm going to do this, I'm going to build a boat, great. What, well, his ethos is, I will go, I will do. Exactly. Like, that's, like, his thing. Right. Okay. That's what we learned from Nephi. And I... Like, as a person who is not that type of person, I Amen. have doubts, and I have questions, Amen. and I have issues. Amen. And I'm not, Preach. like, an out-of-the-box type of thinker. No. So. I am. I am. I was like, are you agreeing that I'm not? No. I'm like, no. I was like, no, I was thinking about myself, and I was yeah. like, am I? No, but I am an out-of-the-box thinker, because yeah. I'm, like, try, like, Tal and I are on a diet, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, how do I eat food that I want to eat without not being on a diet? And so, like, I've had to, like, think outside the box, like, hence why I'll, there's, there's all this protein pancake mix around. I'm going to make sandwiches with it. That's smart. Thank you. That is very out of the box. But, like, Nephi, like, if someone told me to build a boat, I would be like, I can't. I just don't know how. Well, okay, okay. So, what I like is... Well, God, show me, like, the thing is, like, about the oar. So, as soon as they were talking about the bellows, I was like, bellows? (laughs) And then the first thing that my mind went to was this Chihuly documentary where he does, in 2000, Chihuly's this glass artist. Yeah, I love Chihuly. Ugh, adore. So, he did this documentary where he covered the citadel in Jerusalem with glass. Whoa. Like, he did crazy. It's beautiful. It's a great documentary. Yeah. But he worked with a glass shop that's inside the old city of Jerusalem. Whoa. Yeah. And they've been making glass the same way for thousands of, since like. Right. Like. The beginning. Yeah. Like this is one of the few stores in the old city of Jerusalem that's still an old city of Jerusalem. And they have this like old bellows with this old man that looks like he's like 800 years old just pumping away. Just like. (laughs) So I'm just like, it's one of those things where I'm like. Okay, okay, so bellows? Okay, so they knew what a bellows was. For sure. Like... Yeah, like, I think of Nephi... Like, he... Going into the wilderness was probably inconvenient, but they knew how to travel. They knew how to camp. Did they? I think so. I they don't, had tents. I, I feel like... I wonder... People were pitching tents. I love that They place. were... And, like, making tools, probably not, not super convenient or well-known, but feasible. I... Okay, so I think there's a lot here that I can relate to for different reasons. Yeah. But when you talk about Nephi, like, having, like, oh, I think he was this, that, or the other about, like, knowing how to do things. Okay, let's be clear. Nephi's from a wealthy, upper-class family. Okay. That probably had their money in trading, so they probably knew how to travel across the desert because they had to sure because that's where they made that money but right. lehi was also a religious man yeah so i i feel like though because that that makes sense to me like yeah but the idea of hunting for necessity out of hunting for need yeah and then also like how many servants came with them? Because I I bet sure. if they were as rich as they say they are to have tents ready to go right. at a moment's notice, 
I'm sure you just been be like, all right, uh, servants, you're all on your own. I'm sure you've probably been like, and all of our servants are coming. Yeah, with they us. have to come because yeah, that's how we travel. That's yeah. that's the way. And then all of you are gonna believe this because that's what my father believes. Because and, you're part of our family. And thank, thank you. Yeah. So it's like how many extra people are here that are not being talked about? Sure, sure. Because then you have Zoram, Ishmael, the children of Ishmael. Right. Well, and now by this time they had all had kids, right? Because in the in the first verses he's like. Our women bear children, and the kids grew up strong. Like, there was already a generation that had happened. Eight years, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, like, That's yeah. how long they'd been traveling. But that's about, yeah. like, to to have, like, progeny. I mean, like... Totally. I mean, you need nine months to... <laughs> so, I mean, like, you, I'm sure you have, like, five or six-year-olds running around that are sure. like, I've never seen Jerusalem. <laughs> Tell us about us, Grandpa. <laughs> that's a crazy thought. I think I think we always forget how big the group was. I think that's smart about family help and like the. I mean, the the, group these, is a a mass of people. This, it's not this, just like it's not like five Soraya. people. Yeah. No, it's not like right. five people. This is probably like more like a hundred and fifty people, because yeah. this is probably like the thing is too is like in that 150 people. I wonder how many of them knew how to do these things as sure, well. Sure, and then they were like. Uh, Nephi, can I assist you in doing some of these things? And then it's like, and God showed me! It's like, not God, you know, Methuselah over here. What used to do this back in Jerusalem? So, well, so it's like... No, no, I think you're... I think that's a very good point. So, I think I think it's cool how it's like, God's like, you're going to make a boat, and I'm going to show you. Like, that was part of his initial direction. He was like, you're going to make a boat... But in the way I tell you. Um, <laughs> all I have to say is, like, if it's not a Disney cruise boat or a Carnival cruise or a Royal Caribbean, it. I don't want any part of that boat. See, I want, like, a Noah's Ark energy. I want to go on a you want... giant no, boat thank full you. of animal No, poop. thank you, man. <laughs> no, thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Like, I am looking to, like, I want to go on a water slide and then go... In my bathing suit and walk <laughs> over to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Like... That's a win-win. That is... Ugh. I just saw something online about this woman who lives on a cruise ship. She's living what? on a cruise... Yeah. Yeah. Her husband... She's figured out of her finances that she can live on the cruise ship for the rest of her life. And in my mind, I'm like, she's won. <laughs> she she has it. won at life. She beat the life. She knows how to live. And then she's like, yeah, I... I've been everywhere around the world. I've, oh my my kids will come on a cruise if they want to see me. Uh, and in my mind, I'm just like, she, she's done it. <laughs> she, there is no celebrity as smart as she is. <laughs> well, she'll never go hungry. That's good. Never. No. She, and everything that she loves is on the boat. Yeah. And I think about, think about like this boat. I'm yeah. just like, you're going to have so many people on this boat. And half of them love you. Half of them... Literally want to kill you. Literally. We'll get to that later. That is later. Do they have the Yerman Thummim yet? Or is that... <laughs> you mean the Liahona? The Liahona. They... I don't remember. I don't remember either. I feel like I've been jumping back and forth. Same. Same. I think I think they do. I think they do. Yeah, yeah they definitely do. Yeah, the ver- the chapter before... Yeah, because in sixteen they get it. That's how they. That's how they were kind of traveling in the wilderness until they got to the water, to the land bountiful. And Ishmael dies in the last chapter. Right. R.I.P. Ishmael. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Bye, girl, bye. Um, but, <laughs> so what else jumps out at you here? Um, I feel like whenever I've been approaching scripture reading recently, I think, I get, like, my ears perk up whenever they say fruit. <laughs> and so I like that the Bountiful, this place that was beautiful, had lots of fruit and wild honey. It was, like, sweet and delightful. The diabetes. The diabetes. But it was it was healthy sweets. <laughs> Still, you can get the diabetes if you eat too much. Well, I like the idea of a place that, like, after... I thought it was interesting the first time I read it was, like... Even in verse 1, they're like, we did travel nearly... Blah, blah, blah. And we did travel and wade through much affliction in the wilderness. I want to know what the afflictions are. I well, want to see Having to be camping for eight years. That's affliction enough. Really? Or eating, like, they... Later, God's like, I'm going to make your fruit, your food sweet so you don't have to cook it. Like, you've had beef jerky for so long. Now you can have something different. Do you know how much beef jerky <laughs> our house buys on a regular basis? Have you done base? it for eight years? Uh, I've been married to Tao for almost six. Okay. Do you know how often I have to buy beef jerky in bulk? How often? Literally weekly. Okay. We go through a lot of beef jerky in this household. But I mean, that that would be affliction to me. I feel like childbirth is hard enough. Imagine doing childbirth in a tent without running water. I mean, like... Things you, like that. But the thing is, too, is, like, you're also looking at it from, like, the, the like, first world. And then you have to remember there still are third world sure. people out so, there. People so they're probably tri- used to having birth in something Yeah, you like the tribal people that still live that way. And yeah. there's nothing, yeah, like... Yeah wrong with that and some of them have like their infant mortality rates have gone down because of the you know people showing them how to do oh if you do this you know right but i i wonder also is like how many of the women that went with them like the handmaids and stuff that were of like soraya and stuff that were like how many of them were like midwives or had because like what is it um in the scripture in the bible where it talks about uh What's her name was saved by a period because she'd stolen all of her father's idols and put it on the 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 couch that women sit on when the t- when uh, the the I forget what it was. What? But yes, it's in the Bible. I mean, I'm sure the Bible has plenty of stories that it's, are just like it's delightful. It's delightful. Basically, a period what? saved this woman's life because That's she was uh, the time of the woman is upon me. And I shall not be moved or touched. And he was like, ah, not touching you. Can't but kill she, Elsa, But she was literally sitting on top of a sofa full of idols that she had stolen because she wanted God to believe in her father to believe in God. Um, someone's going to write in who probably like in a year when they listen to this and be like, uh, it was this actually, actually, I mean, we believe that the Lord works in mysterious ways. He sure does. I like to believe that he would do anything in any way to help you. You know, I am not that bright, but I do remember that story that I was like, I mean, that sounds like a memorable story. It's a great story in my opinion. But like this whole section is just like reiterating Nephi's message of being like, if you obey God's commandments, then he'll, like, make it work. Okay. And that's, it. that always stands out to me because I'm always, like, at least in my life, it's never that simple. It's never that simple. Hmm. I try to make it that simple, but things always get very wonky. Um, so, I used to make things overly complicated, and I feel yeah. like now that I'm making things simpler on myself and being, like, it's okay to fail. Yeah. Like. You feel better about life? Oh, 
Like, my anxiety has dropped. Like, I'm purposefully going to do something to let it fail so I can watch it fail. Oh, I was going to say, how do you physically stop your anxiety? I wish I had that control. Like, sometimes I'll do stuff and I know that I'm like, I'm going to fail right, at this. We'll just, like, start at So the let's bottom. lean into the fail. Let's yeah. lean into it. And then, like, all right, so we failed. But there's been the rare occasion where I lean into the fail and then I find out, like, oh, I did it right. And I was like, holy, like, what is going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the thing about life is it's weird and I don't understand it. Does anyone? Um, I mean, that's what I feel like I'm realizing. Like, the part is, the part about life is that you just, like, try really hard and you never understand and then you die. And then you can sleep by the window now because it's your turn to get murdered. (laughs) (sighs) Which, uh, we're going to take, What? I don't want to get murdered. (laughs) It's your turn to get murdered. Um, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. It's your turn to get murdered first. (laughs) So we're back. If you're joining us, it's First Nephi uh, 17 and we're doing verses 1 through 16. Um, Hayden has requested that I go first. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. How does um, it apply to you? This is directly so in verse three and thus we and thus we see that the commands of god must be fulfilled and it came to pass that the children of men keep the commandments of god and he doth nourish them and strengthen them and provide means whereby they can can accomplish the things which he commanded them okay he provides things so that they can accomplish them wherefore he did provide means for us while we do sojourn in the wilderness so I look at life as the wilderness. Sure. Because I mean, like I live in the wilderness of New York. And, yeah. There's and, a lot of of wading through affliction. <laughs> well, so yeah, there is that. But the thing that I look at is uh, the two verses before that talk about specifically children. Hmm. So I am married, mm-hmm. and to a man. I've heard. You you've heard? Yeah. I thought you've met him. No, of course I have. Uh, you're just being silly now. But, <laughs> um, so, so Tal and I are looking at, at one point in our marriage, when we did, we were still talking about it, yeah. is how do we have children? Right. Because two boys, I mean, we keep trying. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean the look. your struggle. I mean. Yes, yeah, so physically you need a so, little help. So, I feel like we're both good people. We both do good things. We both try and help. I go to church every Sunday. I mean, I think I'm a lot like you and think that there are things that I think are more important at church than others. Yeah. And I think that there are things that are less important at church than others. But that's my personal opinion. Totally. yeah. And those are my personal feelings because I've had that relationship with my family father. Right. And so that's for me. And so here, when I look at... uh. And it so be that the children of men keep the commandments of God and doth nourish them. And I feel like Tal and I are really good about helping each other. And while we help each other, I've seen my husband bloom. Not only professionally, but personally in our relationship. I've seen myself get better at things. I never thought I would be a basically a homemaker. And that's essentially what I am. And I feel like I'm getting better at it. Yeah. And there's a lot of like constant like improvement that I'm going through. And then uh, 
that they can accomplish that which has been commanded of them, wherefore he did provide means for us. So I think that Heavenly Father has provided means for us as gay people. Mm-hmm. Like, now that, you know, we're out of this time where human bodies were literally super important to, right. like, we just got to start cranking out bodies. Right. I mean, like, Soraya's, Ilgo- Soraya's yeah. in the wilderness pump- pumping out at least two more boys. Like, the, <sighs> like, and then you you hear about this. It's the population is so important for safety. Yeah. And so now we're in a time period where the population is detrimental to the planet. Yeah. So it's like, and then you have the Carnivorous ca- virus. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yep. I don't want to be on that cruise ship in Japan. No, you don't. Nobody, nobody does. Uh, yeah, like but, it. Yeah, the the amount of people is is causing some issues. Yes, and so I look at Tal and I. We're like that 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 safety in numbers type aspect is kind of like over. Like yeah. the mentality has shifted. Yeah. And so like, um, I look at like the scriptures that talk about like men lying with men and women lying with men women is like that that really would deter a lot of things at this time period sure but here now it's like this is not saying that you need to be in a heteronormative relationship because i'm not yeah and like we keep the commandments of god and we're both good people i feel yeah i feel like we try and do good i feel like we try and help each other i feel like we not only try and help each other but we help other people and there are several avenues right now open to us for having children. Mm. And, like, God has provided ways for us to have children. Now it's about us trying to, like, you know, separate what is good for us and what's not good for us. And I yeah. think that's come with, you know, um, what's it called? Like, just prayer and fasting. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been... Th- thinking about that a lot i think as a queer person reading these first ones i've heard a couple people be like oh it's okay if you're struggling like if god commanded you to marry a woman like there's he'll provide a way and there's been a lot of times as a queer person i feel like that that statement is always like a trick where it's like if god commands commands it he'll provide a way but i I mean like it's a trap but the thing is though is like what's your relationship with him like this right the, your relationship with heavenly father and that's what for me as yeah. like on my individualness yeah. is that what brought me back to church is realizing like the church is great as a whole right the collective view the collective but i had to find my own relationship and kind of like grocery shop like the things that are important to me and yeah. that ground me yeah and then all i realized like all the other stuff is just kind of like loud noise. Yeah. And to me, like God has provided a way for me to marry someone. I met a nice Jewish guy from Israel right. and yeah, we're married. And yeah. then the next thing is, uh, God provided him to get a better job. And mm-hmm. then God has provided us to have a nice apartment and yeah. a cute little baby kitty. And so it's, it's all grown up. It's all grown. He's my sweet little baby angel. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I always jump back when I'm like, okay, obeying God's commandments. That's a big nebulous term. I'm like, I'm going to go back to what Jesus said. Love God with all your heart. Love your neighbors yourself. Am I keeping those? Great. After that, Ten Commandments stuff. 
I'm well, like, I'm I, go, that. I go, I go, I go those two, and yeah. then I go Articles of Faith. Ah, then I go Ten okay, Commandments. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Because that's how I put things. Because I'm like, because I feel like a lot of people who are like, oh, you're, you are dating boys as a boy, automatically defaults you to be sinner or like not trying. Really, all I have to say is like anyone that's judging you is like, oh, so. <laughs> I'm just saying some people are just startled when they hear that I'm active and like to kiss boys. Um, what I love in my ward is, I think I've said this on the podcast, is I've made jokes to my stake president about how uh, I feel like I need to sell, like, t-shirts in the back of sacrament meeting when people come up to me and they're like, I, I, I've heard about you. <laughs> like, I'm a myth or something. Like, I'm sashquacked, like, you walking around. Are... Like, I'm gay, married, actively going to church, right. active participant in my ward. Right. My husband comes to ward activities. He does not come to church on Sundays. No. Like, we're active with other, like, organizations. We're active, yeah. like... And then, yeah. And... Well, like, do you think... Sorry, keep going. No. Do you think you... Do you think you try so hard to be good to prove that it's possible or to like no to validate i don't care about clearness? anybody else but myself <laughs> okay. let's get that straight i thought i doubted it for question the first second but now i'm i remember because i will always tell you i'm yeah. a hot garbage person and i am a nasty person you cross me i cross you back yeah. <laughs> you're a scorpio yeah i feel like i try really hard i feel like these past couple years i've been like i need to make sure that in my heart I know that if I got to heaven, God would be like, you good. You tried really hard. Like, you were doing good work. And I'm always worried that it's me trying to, like, validate my queer identity. Ugh. To myself. Ugh, that sounds so complicated. Because they're like, okay. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Welcome, girl. I mean, like. Yeah. Keep the commandments of God. Mm-hmm. He doth nourish them and strengthen them. Right. And provides mean whereby they, they can accomplish the things which he commandeth them. Mm-hmm. I feel like for myself, I can't speak for you here. Sure. I feel like I do, I sit in the back row. People yeah. have invited me to sit with their families and stuff in my ward. Yeah. Like, come sit with us, come sit with us, come sit with sure. us. And I generally will tell them no. Yeah. Because I don't go to church to socialize. Interesting. I go to church for me. I sit in the back row. And if you've listened to the podcast, I talk about sitting in the back row right. with my Diet Dr. Pepper every Sunday. And because that's how, that's my relationship with Heavenly sure. Father. I don't wear a white shirt and tie. Yeah. I wear multicolored pants, generally. Something a little fun. Yeah. And then I'll wear like... Either, uh, you know, uh, something nice, but not, sure. not like, that not is, the full not a uniform, yeah, yeah, not yeah, a yeah. uniform of like, look at me trying to look holier than thou. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a person. I am a sinner. I will tell you that. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um, but also it's like, anyone that's going to sit there and judge me and sure. like, that, like, that they're not a sinner. I just want to be like, well, I am a sinner. <laughs> But you is too, right. honey. honey. Default. But I mean, yeah. What What do you want me to say to that? Right. I'm not translated. Not yet. So. <sighs> We're all. <laughs> We're all trying to do what we think is best. 
I mean, whatever. I mean, like, the thing is, like, I don't know their relationships with Heavenly Father either. Sure, sure. So, um, I can't judge them on that. Yeah. But I can say is, like, I don't need to know your relationship with Heavenly Father. Right, right. Because that's between you and him. Right. And, and I don't dare dream about telling somebody, this is your relationship with right. our Heavenly Father. Right. Like, I cannot. So, you and I have mutual friends. We do. Like Jacob and Dustin, Jensen, yeah. I cannot begin to tell you this is your relationship with these two people, and you cannot be like, like I don't know. Right. I mean, from the outside, there's several of those relationships where I'm like, I just don't know what's going on in there, but I, I support it sure. just because. Yeah. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, and I'm like. Also, those relationships have no effect on me. Mm. Your relationships with those other people right. have no bearing on my relationship with you. Right. Because I'm not going to let it. Right. But I also feel very strongly about that. So what do you want to talk about in this section? <laughs> I feel like I've bogarted all of your yeah, time. Yeah, come on. This is my episode. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, I Hayden. Get the time. No, I think... I think I we we talked about it briefly. I think at reading that I always feel cautious. I feel trepidatious. Really? It makes me feel empowered. That's so interesting. Well, just because I'm like <clears throat> if God really did command this, I think I think what I need to do better is understanding what God says to me. I I feel like I have a pretty good relationship with God and that he does guide me and speak to me, but I need to find out like exactly what he's saying because sometimes I'm like Okay, everyone who's been weaponizing this scripture to be like, you need to marry a woman or you need to stop dating boys is wrong, but I wish it like I wish it wasn't so here's the scripture. How can you misinterpret that? Does that make any sense? Yes. No, I totally get it. That's why I'm doing this podcast okay, is, good, to, good, good, good. is to right. de weaponize it. And then right. like for me, I look at that scripture with my relationship with my Heavenly Father yeah. and like this is empowering. Right. This is like, yes, you are a good person. You're doing these things. Yeah. You're going this, 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 like you're doing these very minor check marks things sure. versus like a laundry list of check mark things. <laughs> yeah. Like uh like are you good? Are you not murdering anyone? Are you not raping anyone? Are you not stealing? Yeah. You know, yeah. you're trying to love one another. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, too. You know, I've, yeah, I feel like everything else is kind of like tangential. <laughs> I can genuinely say I'm I'm trying my hardest to be the best I can be, which I think is more than a lot of people are. Okay, wait, wait. But I also want to talk about when Nephite, that voice comes to him and he's like, go up to the mountain, get thee to a mountain, get thee into the mountain. And then God is like, here's, here's what's going to happen. Where did it say Where's that? It's up in... Um, oh, in seven? Arise and I, get thee into the went mountain. Went to the mountain and cried unto the Lord. And yes. it came to pass, the Lord spake unto me, saying, Thou shalt construct a ship. Ugh. I, a good ship. I feel like I'm, a, I'm almost 30. I'm in my late 20s. I'm deciding how my life is going to go and where it's going to go. And I feel like, like most people, I wish... Maybe it's just my personality. I wish I had plan. I wish I had like direction. Sometimes, as um, people, Mormon people, we worry about not doing the right thing or like what were we predestined to do? What are we forwarding to do? Am I making the wrong decision in choosing this thing? When we, 
should be doing just like I'm going to choose and I'm going to act and that's the plan. Sometimes I'm worried that I'm making quote unquote the wrong decision or choosing the wrong thing. Not even with dating and not even about sexuality, just about like my career, my relationships, my family. <laughs> that's why you cry unto the Lord. That's okay, good. Well, so I, that's... I am. Sometimes I feel like he's like, you're, you're smart. Like figure it out. So with me and Heavenly Father, yeah. when I've taught, I've taught, I got married when I was 31. So, okay. Remember, no rush, <laughs> right. no rush. And then we, I have friends that are older than me that are not married mm-hmm. and that's still fine. Who, yeah. who knows? Maybe you're meant to find somebody in your 40s. But that's okay. Like, Yeah. Like, no, but I mean separating what you want from what's what's going to happen. I also prayed a lot when... I also prayed to dump my husband. Yeah. And God was like, no, don't do it. And I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? And so... And I was like, like yeah, yeah I'm going to do this. And God's like, no, I don't want He's you like, to do no, it. like, no, 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 we talked about this. We, I, I told you no. And then, uh, this is what I, I cried unto the Lord. And yeah. I was like, you know what, I think I know better. And then, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like I am in the land of sweet right now with, with Tal. Good. Like, I feel like. Would Tal say the same thing? No, I don't <laughs> know if he would say the same I'm thing. He lives with me on a daily basis. <laughs> so, and I'm kind of hard to live with. No, no, sorry. You're in the land of honey. But I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like there are struggles that I still deal with sure. at church, sure. at home, sure. in world world, at army. I feel like there are, but I feel like I am emotionally in the land of bountiful right now. Yeah. Which that could change. Yeah. That could change. Sure. Uh, I could have a child and all of a sudden I'm in the dark and dreary wilderness. <laughs> very, very possible. Wait until they start learning to talk back and oh then like, God. I hate you. Can you imagine? Like, <laughs> I still want them. I still want kids. Ugh. No, well, and I think recently I've realized that sometimes my prayers were like, give me a job or like, help me pass this test or something yes and then later i'm realizing the things that god sends are not like this thing specifically it's like he can we can pray for he's not gonna change he's not gonna make it rain when we need it to he's gonna be like i will give you a strong memory to remember to take the things you need or i will give you the energy to feel empowered and confront things with faith for example, yeah. I was very, I was at, I was cleaning up at a church activity okay. and I was about to throw something away. See, you are a good person. And I was like, wait a second. Why does this feel weird? Oh, the and throwing I, away or the cleaning up? No, like I was like, the thing I was about to throw away, I was like, why does this feel weird? Like the texture of it. I was like, yeah. what is this? Mm. And why is it taped like this? This is so bizarre to me. Was it a diaper? No, it oh. was the painting that you are going to demand <laughs> later. I literally, like, threw it in the trash can, and then I was like, wait a second, why does this feel weird? And it was, like, one of those things. Oh, my gosh. And then Tal and I were there, and then I was like, it's a Walter Rain painting. Yes, yeah, do we need the full story? No. Okay. No, they can just live without it. Great. They will never know. That's fine. This is, we don't need to know. Okay. But, I like. That's, that's good. But I mean, like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, have, like, I, I didn't pray about that, but it's sure. one of those things that where it's like, in tune with the spirit, yeah. right? Like, that's what they say. I definitely feel like I've been feeling that so much more. Those little serendipitous things that keep showing up, 
just like that keep getting magnetized towards me. I feel like it's crazy. When I prayed about doing this podcast, yeah, I I felt like, uh, one, I felt like, who am I going to get to be on it? And sure. every time I've got, I've randomly given scriptures to people, they've seemed to match with what totally. they're going through right. or. They're like, this is what's currently happening to me. And they get these beautiful stories. And then I've also like, so as the the podcast is coming out, like there's holds because people pull out last second sure. and people scheduling issues. Sure. And so now, and then I had a death. And so that took away like two months of like me recording. Yeah. So all of these things. And so now I'm just leaning into just producing. Yeah. So, and, and like there was this, in all of those situations, there was an over like overwhelming sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Like, this is okay. Right. It's okay to like not release every like do the best you can. Yeah. It's better about producing quality than quantity. And so, and now I'm like, oh, you don't want to participate? Bye. Like right. that's fine, yeah, no but we can still be friends. Yeah. Like, um, I had lunch with. Somebody yesterday, I'll tell you who later, who signed up to do an episode and then pulled out. Right. So. That's okay. It's fine. Well, I feel like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I want an answer. Like, I want the voice of God to be like, get thee to a mountain. When really it's just little hints that are like, these things are going right. Things are surprisingly going right. And that's confirmation enough. I I prayed about my last relationships i've prayed about a lot of things where i'm like i need some existential direction here and then it's the little things that are like we're just gonna be a little subtle thumbs up and just keep going perfect yeah all right we're gonna stop right there great we'll be right back (laughs) i'm sure it's not the first time i've said that all right so welcome back so i'm with hayden davis and we're gonna talk about how this applies to the community yeah so how do you feel that this applies to the community. I think kind of deconstructing that fear of not being able to obey, obey the way, obey God the way people think you should. Feeling confidence in being like, I'm going to try to follow God and exemplify Jesus's life in my life. Mm-hmm. And God will help me do that. Mm-hmm. Brings hope to me. And so I can be like, great, I'm going to live my life to the best I want to and can. And when I do, God will bless and help nourish that direction in my life so you're saying as gay people we still have that relationship because like like i said before i was like if if people are like oh well you date boys so automatically you're not obeying god's commandments Uh, i hate that i don't like that uh, i've had people say that you've never oh yes yes, oh yes or being like why why would come to church if you've married a man like why oh yeah that's not like i like when you take the next right. step, like there's a whole new war ahead of oh, you. I as believe it. And like, um, Tal was laughing listening to you and someone else at the game day <laughs> try to explain what being married and gay in the church oh, was like. My and Tal was like, those two idiots don't know. <laughs> we have no idea. And you both spoke with such confidence, and Tal was just like, well, I mean, dating a boy. Is wildly different I... than being married. Okay, okay. I, it's not I the agree. same, especially <laughs> in a singles ward versus a family ward uh-huh. where uh-huh. there are children uh-huh. and people. Oh, sure. All of a sudden, you are in a new realm. It is a new fight. It is a new spectacle. So much to look forward to. And 
All I have to say is, thankfully, I've had this relationship where I can go up to the mountain of my bedroom and call unto the Lord. Yeah. And but I think oh, there's a lot of gay people that have yeah. like called unto the Lord. Yeah. And I feel like the way that the Book of Mormon is unfortunately taught to us as LGBT people, yeah. it's like this book doesn't speak to you. Right. Or it can't. Or yes, that's too. And all I have to say is not true. Yeah. And I feel like also the way that it's talked about to us is that like, if you can't do this the right way. Right. Or all the way. Uh-huh. Then don't do it. But or I feel it like it work. In verse three, yeah. God provides a way long as he knows you're trying. It says, and the commands of God must be fulfilled. Like things are going to happen how they're going to happen. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <sighs> yes. Anyway, well, another th- kind of on that point, my most recent vision. I don't know if I want to call him out yet. Anyway, I went to a bishop. It came out. I was like, hey, I'm coming to church. I love coming to church, but also, like, I'm dating a boy, and yeah. He was like, great. And then he got really quiet, and I was like, oh, no, another bishop that gets weird about, like, gay things. And then he was like, you know, I've been praying about this a lot, trying to get some direction, and I haven't gotten any. And he's like, I wish I had more instruction. I wish I had more insight is this but your current have, bishop who says? <laughs> okay, you know, Tal and I go on double dates with he and, him and his wife. I know he's the best. Okay. He, <laughs> anyway, but he was, but I'd never had a bishop who had like responded so calmly because he and, and then explained that he didn't know. He's like, I don't know. Well, he and I have talked about this even oh, before. Oh, one hundred percent. Like even before he was in your, he was your bishop. Right. He was in my bishopric, <laughs> and like Tal and I would go on dates and we went to dinner and yeah. we've. Like, his wife is the most lovely person. Oh, she actually is. And inside and out. Yeah. And... But the, but the idea that, like, this spiritual leader who is supposed to be kind of the, like, gatekeeper of righteousness, do you know what I mean? Where it's like your bishop is the one that signs off on your temple recommend. He's the one who oversees the ward. Anyway, the fact that he was like, yeah, I don't know, and it actually causes me turmoil, was kind of comforting and kind of affirming to be like, okay... Maybe we don't have all the answers. I can try my hardest to be my best. And that when I do that, God promised he'll help me. And, and I so, feel like I feel like the church is is throwing. I feel like there's a lot of. So I feel like also the more I do this, the more compassion I'm starting to have. Really? Like if you listen to earlier episodes, yeah. like I am very. You are. Negative. <laughs> about certain leaders and i feel like there's been a lot of pain people have caused a lot of pain for you yes specifically oaks so <laughs> called out the guy will call him out until the day he dies but i am starting to understand the idea of compassion and mm. he's in just as much need of compassion as i am yeah and like he's caused me pain and he has said mean and hateful things and horrible things yeah. and it's like I can either hold on to that or I can hold on to a way that's like, okay, let's learn from this. Yeah. Like what is the product, what is, what is productive here? And it, to me, what it sounds like is for us as LGBT people, as long as he's alive, he's going to be the, a roadblock. Him and Bednar are going to be roadblocks for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like, Listening to other people, it's very clouded. Yeah. So because I've focused a lot on them, I like a couple of weeks ago I started looking like reading like 
talks and things that are given. It's always in the talks that are like, like area authority conferences yeah. or things like yeah. that. That's where they like will say something crazy and you're just like, wait, what? You, you said what? <laughs> yeah. And that's where I've also started to look at like Holland and Bed, uh, Uchtdorf and Irene, and they have these very non-genderist, non you know mm-hmm. sexual orientation non like that god is an encompassing yeah, god these kind of universalities and it's like of life. and it's like it's like they're trying to make a statement without making a statement and then By like not making, <laughs> they're they're like trying not to like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what we want but like you know what i mean yeah and i think that for us as the lgbt community right now i would feel emotionally for our community that we are in we are so sorry oh my gosh uh and it came uh, i think that we're in the wilderness (laughs) i mean like yeah well we are in the wilderness i feel like everyone else has made it to the land bountiful yeah we haven't made it there yet because we everyone woke up one morning and left without us yeah and we're like oh crap yeah my gay mom not my physical mom my my gay friend who was like my mom when i came out he told me that like he's he celebrated it obviously when i came out and he was like the great thing is now you get to decide about so much on your life you get to choose who you're going to be and what your life is going to look like yes and that's amazing and i feel like a lot of when i i didn't know so i was like great the church can't be part of me i wish more queer people would be like like you decide what your spirituality looks like. You decide what your relationship with God is. You decide how much and how little you engage with him. But I also think that doesn't just apply to us as LGBT people. No, of I course. I think that Everyone. there's a lot of people that need to understand, like, there's a lot of good in the church. Yeah. There's some pa- There's a lot of there's pain lot right of pain. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the church is like, I feel like, uh, our $100 billion can't fix all of this. Like, <laughs> money can't fix all yeah. of this. But... I feel like there are leaders there totally, that totally. are trying to fix things. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize for a long time how much the quorum actually disagrees on things. Oh yeah. And when I think about that, I'm like, of course we can all have different views. Like the gospel is abstract and dealing with things that are not super concrete. Like we don't know what happens after we die, like based on science, <laughs> but the idea that we can all disagree but still work together and still find truth in individual stuff is is inspiring and that's what i've learned also i i think that when we look about like right now i'd say the gay community is in the wilderness yeah but god says in verse three mm-hmm. that the commandments have to be fulfilled and if we're just trying to do the right thing yeah it'll it'll i mean like i've seen so i, I went dude a few i don't think any of them have aired yet but i've done a few episodes with people in utah that are going to be on and listening to the utah now versus the utah i left for sure eight years ago wildly different yeah wild (laughs) so much change oh wow and like how there's so many people who are like yeah i'm gay and i have faith but i don't feel necessarily comfortable at church anymore because I don't feel like they're comfortable with me at church anymore. But then there's people who are and aren't. 
And then you have all of these people who, um, like, I just, uh, it's really kind of crazy to me about how um, all the different things that are happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in Circle, Mormons building bridges, mm-hmm. um, the sexual identity uh, thing that Peter Moseman started mm-hmm. at Slick. Um, I don't know if he started it or if he's just running it. That's, okay. uh, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> um, and then you have like uh, talking to another person about how there's like a gay couple that is realtors in, mm. and they're both Mormon and they're married. And so, like, I don't know if they're active or not. Sure. So things I think th- people are finding and making space. And I think also, too, is people are starting to make space for themselves. Totally. Like, it's okay for me to, like, to have anxiety about the church and still go to church. Totally. It's perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to go to church in this way. Um, you have, there's a one, someone in your ward that sometimes dresses very, like, non-gender binary, I guess you would say. Totally. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. And I don't think it pulls from the spirit. I don't think it's distracting at all. And I think that they are a really nice person. I, you know who I'm talking about, right? I think so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um. (laughs) That's funny. That was not the person I was thinking of. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Every time I see her at church, I'm just like, I love what you're wearing. Mm -hmm. But I love how it's not like. Your gender. Yeah, it's not a khaki skirt with flip flops, and and like uh cap sleeves. All right. It's very like. Well, I, I think I think people are learning now that spirituality can reflect on the outside, but often does not. I think there's a lot of falseness that sure. is reflected. Yeah. And. I, I think yeah I think things are moving in a in a direction. Hopefully, it's a good one. I'm. Looking forward to it. I think it's so made, too. It's made me feel more comfortable engaging with the community and in coming closer to Christ. So I'm grateful. I love the stories that I'm getting from people about how, as they kind of like cry into the Lord yeah. and finding their way to the land bountiful. I mean, like that everyone's all over that trail. I mean, yeah. And there are some people that are like, I'm good where I'm at. I yeah. don't need to go any further or. I'm just going to go back to Jerusalem or, you know, like our community is all over the place. But then again, so is just the normal community. Oh, 100%. So I think that there's a lot of parallels that we can learn and talk to each other about. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. This podcast is really opening my eyes in a way that I did not think was going to happen. I thought I was going to, like, be able to, like, keep my grudge against right. Alex. And then I was like, I'm going to find all these people that are going to be like, yes, yes. And then, like, what I'm learning is we're all different. And the way we yeah. see church is yeah. differently. And as post-Mormons, ex-Mormons, it's all just a gamut. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. Who to thunk it? L- not me. So, and I'm loving it. Yeah. And I'm loving it. And it's... Also, what I love, too, is, like, the people who have, like, listened to the podcast and who are, like, um, I disagree with a lot of what you say, (laughs) but I agree with what you say as well. And then 
And then I'm like, uh, thank you. And then they're like, let's talk about what you said here. I, yes. I just watched a movie about a, it was called Latter-day Jew. And it was about a guy who was raised Mormon, then came out, so separated from the church, then got cancer, and then converted to Judaism. What? Yeah. It was a really, I mean, it was a really moving story for a lot of reasons. But he talked about how in, how he felt in Mormonism, things were kind of like cut and dry. And like, this is the rules and this is what we do. And this is how we follow God. Where in Judaism, it was like, they're the type of people that talk about things. And they're where, like... Where is we, he living? He lives in LA, I think. Ugh. He lived in New York for a long time. Well, I mean, like, my in-laws live in LA and we go to LA that's all the time. Great. <laughs> well, that's great. That's not the point. But he... He was like, in Mormonism, I would have these questions and people were like, figure it out, like pray and like read your scriptures, but like, Ugh. we're not going to do it, which I think things are changing. But he's like, in Judaism, your his rabbi would just be like, let's get lunch and let's talk about it. Like, we disagree on these fundamental things. Like, let's go talk about it. Let's sit down and talk. And that's the kind of church. And that's what I think like life is about. You're supposed to talk and engage and learn. You know what I mean? I, Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Now, like, I totally agree with you. I love the idea of a conversation yeah. with people. Yeah. And I love that. Um, this is my last comment. Sure. Is that I love that I can have a conversation with you. Yeah. Agree with you. Disagree with yeah, you. We, we disagree and, plenty. Yeah. And then walk away and knowing that, like, I love you as a person and that I still feel loved by you. 100%. Like, that's, Yeah. I'm glad you do. I feel the same. So I don't need to have your same opinion. <laughs> but on that same note of having an opinion, yes. is there anything, we're going to call it quits right there, but Fantastic. is there anything that you would like to plug, promote? Yes. Um, when you asked me, I immediately thought of this organization that I really like to be a part of. It's called Creative Mornings. What? And it's a monthly lecture series that is free and they have chapters in, I think, almost every state and like 180 countries. What is it about? It's usually creative people. Uh-huh. But it, they set up a speaker. And so it's like this... I went to one that was one of my favorite artists. And he just spoke about... Who is it? Like, is Adam J.K.? Do you know Adam J.K.? No. He's an awesome contemporary content creator. He's great. Anyway. Okay. But he came and he talked to me about his like philosophy on life and art and... And it was all free, and it's really great. So, creativemornings.com, I think. And you can find your chapter if wherever you live. I'm sure they have one, and go listen. It's free. Uh, also, I'm watching this show called Rami. Have you heard Rami. about Rami? Is that the one about the Muslim guy on yes. Hulu? Yes. Okay, so, Tal, I have to watch it when Tal's not here. Oh, does he? He has a weird thing with, like, Muslims because he grew up in Israel. Israel where yeah. Isla- and the thing is, I was like, we have a couple Muslim friends that he's like, like, yeah. it's one, it's an uncomfortable situation. It's like, you can see it's like a cat with like wet fur. It's like <laughs> uncomfortable, but it's like, yeah, it's getting not to be where it's like, I you, don't know. I mean, you have to watch it. It felt like, it, so it's about this young 20 something guy who lives in New York, who's Muslim and he's trying to like obey God while still being true to himself and trying to find a balance of like this, what am I doing just to like out of practice versus what am I doing for purpose and belief system? And it is 
very good and I feel very like it resonates so deeply with me where he's like I obey this commandment and then his friend's like well you don't obey this commandment why are you obeying the other one or vice versa and it's just really good and very thought-provoking and also I feel like there's not enough I haven't been exposed to a lot of Muslim stuff so it's been interesting to see like how similar religions are universally yeah Yeah. and how interesting it is to for a lot of people these i feel like these my generation is grappling with spirituality and regular life and trying to find a balance yes too or or being okay with a balance i just watched uh escaping extremist uh and cult religions on hulu that's a great one uh i just finished watching all of those and they were all awful (laughs) I mean, like that. If you Wait, have the, the t- cults were extreme and awful, or the sh- the movie. The, the show, show is was... great. Oh, okay, good, I would good, recommend good. anyone to watch it. But yeah. the um, yeah, it's heavy stuff. Ugh. Let's talk about something better, real quick. Okay. Let's talk about the other podcast you're a part of. Which yes. Is, um. I help uh, Dustin with Love Is Spoken Queer, Queer. Yeah. which is a really fun podcast. It's kind of just taking we uh we started a study group for our stake. For LGBTQIA individuals who just wanted to study and try to find French friends who are going through the same kind of thing, trying to balance spirituality and sexuality. So we just have our monthly meetings and then we just decided to do a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. So we just follow the Come Follow Me guide for this year and kind of just talk about it as queer people. Because and... it's you, Dustin, and Todd. Todd. Yes. I, yeah. Uh... I didn't fully commit. I'm a lazy person, so I was like, I could maybe do half. I can help, but Dustin's been a good patient sport, <laughs> and um, it's been really fun. It's been. F- I'm a Sunday school teacher, and I love like long, deep conversations. So it's been fun to just kind of be like, we're gonna read the Book of Mormon, and we're gonna kind of like you. That's yeah. why I was so happy to do this one. Yeah. But it's really fun. Check it out. Love is spoken queer. Uh, do you want to promote your Instagram? I do. <laughs> promote I, your Instagram. My, I I feel like that's the best way to find me and to interact with me. My Instagram is at Hayden underscore underscore Davis. I was late to the Instagram game, so my name was taken in every variation, and I was just sick of trying to think of a name. So it's just two underscores, Hayden Davis. Um, and do you have now? Do you want to promote your pinata night? <laughs> I do. do you... I haven't been doing that very much lately. I, I'm a freelance artist, which means I do a million things. So I taught art classes. I did pinata workshops. I've done craft nights. I do a regular portrait night. I do, uh, you know, lots of different things. But um, I do branding. I do logo work. I do lettering. If anybody so, contact him any, on Instagram yeah. if, if you, you need, need any anything. Of them. I'm happy to work with you, and my rates are very low. Ah, oh, lovely. Yeah. Also, so we're gonna say this uh, is if you want to be a part of the podcast, please contact uh, contact us at pioneerprojects eighty two at gmail dot com, and if you are feeling depressed or anxious or anything having to do with the LDS Church. Please start researching local organizations that deal with suicide, depression, anxiety that are in your area. Know that there are people out there that love you who've never even met you and that want only the best for you. So uh, with that, um, I hope you're doing great and join us next week. Bye. Bye.